to the actual first pilot of this podcast. We've filmed a lot of other ones, but this, I think this is, I hope, I hope this is going to be the first one. Uh, episode one, uh, Driven to Therapy, I think we settled on. Yeah. Nice and cold tonight, Joe. <laughs> this would probably be a better topic for something like Halloween, but honestly, uh, I'm not going to use it for Halloween, I'm going to use it for today's episode, and that's going to be zombies, you know, whether it be what kind you want to fight against, or maybe uh, elements you want, I guess, I don't know, so for a start, I'd say, what kind would you want to go against the most, if given the chance? Um, I guess Walking Dead's a nice and slow zombies. Take him out one headshot at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? I, th- I gotta think on this. I think uh, Call of Duty Zombies. Like, I saw a video that said why you wouldn't survive it, but I think at a decent odds because knowing the lore of zombies, first off, you'd know when it's happening. You'd see chalk drawings of guns pop up on the wall. You would see... Uh, what else? You'd see park machines come up, and you can't really, you can't really deny that this honestly, because it's explained in the lore that some guy, Doctor Monty, like well, I guess technically speaking, that I mean Black Ops Three or Black Ops Two zombies. But either way, some guy called Doctor Monty like drops the their heroes or whatever machines and stuff around the place. So first off, you already have signs of what's gonna come. Mm. So. It's, I'd say that's a good one I might want to go against, so. That's a good one. Yeah. So now I guess we should focus on location. If you were to be anywhere during this zombie outbreak or whatever, where exactly would you prefer to be at the current time? Mm, I guess on an island. Small island. What would that be? Would it have to be somewhere close or anywhere anywhere in the world? Anywhere you prefer. Anywhere you prefer. Hmm. Maybe somewhere high. High ground or island. High ground or island. Hmm. Maybe like... I don't know. I don't want to go to Alaska because it's cold. Hmm. Um, I don't want to go to Hawaii. There's a lot of people there still. Where would you where would you go? Okay, so knowing the context of the zombies for a start, I wouldn't want to be in a town. Because if I'm in a town Okay, let me get get a full thought process on this. I'm thinking of Black Ops 2, because in Black Ops 2 there's a map called Transit and it's like a you there's a bus you can go on, it's in a whole cycle. But the thing with Black Ops 2 is that in Black Ops 2, uh there's like cracks of lava everywhere because the earth got nuked, but the zombies I'm thinking of is like not including that detail, like, you know, just maybe Black Ops 1's up to make more sense, I guess, but, so for a start, I guess I want a place with a big open ground, because these zombies aren't, aren't, they aren't the brightest, but they also aren't dumbest, they get smarter every round, so, like, I'd want, so, I'd want a big place I can run circles around, because I can group them up like that, so, let's, let's place like that, uh, I wouldn't want anywhere to take corridors. Definitely not. That'd be hell. Yeah. Like, I guess a gas station would be a good exa- a good example of a, pla- a decent place. Because if all goes to hell, I can kind of just blow it up in the end. So. <laughs> not a idea. Or maybe like a drive through restaurant because, you know, it's a big cycle. It's a cycle. I can dr- run circles around and uh, set everybody up. But I think a gas station would probably be a better... Like, I'd say, maybe, like, where we are right now, a town square with, like, a, a gas station back there. This, is, this would be a good area you'd want to be in. There's a... Good board. There's, a, there's two medical places. They got food places around here, so... High ground, low ground. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty optimal for those kind of zombies. It'd be pretty awesome. I always wish I could drive around in, like, a real video game world. <laughs> That'd be... I mean, you could do in GTA kind of be like this, kind of, but you know, GTA can break the law without much uh, 
with that much issue, with that much problems, with that much, uh, what's the word, uh, without much, uh, uh, repercussions, it's like that, it's a synonym, I think of that, but I guess repercussions would have to work for the time being, so I guess here's the next kind of big important question, what kind of weapons would you want on you? That would be effective. Like I don't know, I don't know Walking Dead zombies as well as you do. So, no, I don't know if they've ever burned them on Walking Dead. I can um, see it being somewhat effective, but it might not be. You might just get burning zombies running at you. I mean, you probably wouldn't want that. Maybe crossbows, pistols. Okay, so that nature. What are you thinking? So. With your zombies, you have the disadvantage of noise, meaning if you have a loud weapon or something, they're going to attract them. Here's the thing about Call of Duty zombies. It doesn't matter how loud or quiet you are, they're going to come for you. So, this means I don't really have to worry about, oh, is my gun too loud? Is my gun too quiet? So That's true. And not only that, but I have the advantage. If I'm lucky, I will have the advantage of this thing called the Pack-A-Punch machine. So for a start, I would want a crossbow, maybe. And because if I can pack a punch it, I could get the awful lot in, which how would work. Which I don't know if it would give me explosive bolts, but if I if I am lucky to get the a, a crossbow and I'm lucky to have a pack a punch machine to get the quote unquote awful lot in, well, how it would work is you would shoot, it would shoot an explosive. All the zombies would be attracted to it, and then after it explodes, it kills whatever ones they got closest to it but also there's also a, there's also a very decent exception or chance that it's not going to you know have it's not it's very obvious there's a very clear chance it's not going to have explosive bolts because i'm pretty sure in where we are that's absolutely illegal of course it's absolutely illegal anywhere Probably. but i guess i should be focusing more on starting weapon because and to anyone here who knows call of duty if Cold, so Cold War made a weird rule where you could get start with any weapon, which personally I disliked the idea because, you know, that means you could if you can start with any weapon, then you could just keep that weapon for the whole game, and it just encourages you from buying other weapons. But that's uh, that's getting off track. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go by, I guess Black Ops Three Infinite Warfare rules. You have like three or four specific weapons you can use on a certain class or degree. No, like, you have, like, only pistols available to you, I guess. Mm. No, it's, that's called, it's, like, Black Ops 3 rules. Either way, Black Ops 4 rules? Oh, well. Anyway, so if I could choose a handgun to start with, this is one I actually have to think on because, you know, me, I know a lot of handguns that exist. Mm. One, I, uh, let me think about this. So... Every handgun that's been in a Call of Duty starter, that's been a Call of Duty starting weapon, has been like a 45 ACP or a 9 mil. So I guess I should, start, I should maybe think start off that as a base, maybe because knowing my knowing my damage in the game too, uh, the first round it takes about seven shots for a 45 to kill a zombie. So I'd assume it do about the same for a 9 millimeter. So I'd want to go higher than that. So around, like, the hand cannon caliber area. I mean, other than having to deal with recoil and kicks and stuff like that, it could be effective because, you know, it's a very high caliber that makes stuff explode when you shoot it. So, I'm thinking, uh... Either a Wildy Magnum or a... Either a Wildy Magnum or a Desert Eagle. Like, a Desert... Either a Weldy Magnum, a Desert Eagle, or an M950. I'm not include I'm not including like AR15 pistols because that's kind of going out of the range that the game would probably allow you to have. So I would have a Weldy Magnum because I it seems to be I, it seems to be the perfect mix between handgun Magnum, but also I don't know too much about the Weldy Magnum. So the Desert Eagle because it's. It's a magazine loader. It's a magnum caliber. If I was to choose a Desert Eagle, it'd either be the 357 or the 50 AE version because 
357 version would be the lowest caliber one, but also would have the lowest capacity. And the 58 one would do a lot of damage to them at the start. And then uh, the M950, I forgot what company made it, but Calico. The Calico M950 because it's a very... The, the magazine capacity for a Calico is really, really high. It's a weird... It's a weird helical pistol, but also it would do serious damage. Well, not serious damage. It, it just have a lot of ammo capacity on it. So, you know, so what? I'm not doing heavy damage. I'm still going to be having. I'm still going to have enough ammo to last me. To be fair. a deeper look at the advantages and disadvantages we'd have here. Um, 50 cal, I would say, would be great, right? Uh, I mean... What kind of 50 cal are we looking for, though? Like, um, technically speaking, there's multiple kinds. You got a 50 caliber for handguns, I think there's an intermediate 50 cal, there's like, the, like full-on... Barrett caliber 50, you know? Yeah, that's true, too. So, like, what kind of 50 are we looking... Are you looking at, to be exact, here? Um, I thought you took my handguns, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned 50 cal, so, like, let's... Uh, let's see... I don't know. I don't know. What, what, would, what would... What would you think for, like, long-range? For a long-range weapon, I'd probably take a... Mac... So... Either a Mosin or a Macmillan Tac 50, because the Macmillan Tac 50 currently holds the longest, currently holds the record for the longest sniper shot taken, record, recorded currently. It takes it's so it's number one place. A Mosin because the Mosin can go really far without without the use of a scope. You can go, hit really far ranges, and the deadly sniper. The, I don't know if he still holds this record, but the deadly sniper. Is Simo Haya, who you he used a Mosinigant uh, bolt action rifle without a without a scope. Yeah. Like he so uh yeah he so he wouldn't use a scope because the scope could in the conditions he was in, which was the winter war, it would uh it could fog up and a scope can also reveal your reveal your position if uh the sun shines off the scope. So he never really used a scope. He would just go with just the iron sights. What was that? What years was it? What year was that? Uh, Winter War was like 1940, 1941, something like that. 3941. That's crazy. It was like, no, th- it was like 30 or 39. It was, it, it started a few years before World War One, World War Two. so. It was between Russia and, and Finland. And even though the Russians were losing, they did end up winning. Then kind of in a funny twist, when the Finnish fought in World War II, after they got their land back, they kind of just, to my, to my knowledge, from what I heard, after the Finnish, when the Finnish joined the Axis forces, after they took back what land they lost, they kind of just stopped. Like, yeah, guys, uh... We're gonna cool go home. Here. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Bye, guys. So, you say for long range, you'd use a... So, what would you use for long range with your small, limited knowledge on firearms, exactly? Um, Barrett 50 cal? I think I'd actually use a VKS, because... I mean, I don't think it really matters, because the zombie... For your zombie... Well, for, okay, for your... I'd say, let's both... Let's both go over from your Walking Dead perspective, because this can make stuff interesting, so... You'd, why would you want to use a Barrett for a if, start? In my thing, I'd probably do that crossbow. For long range? No, for anything, because you can't really make noise with the, walk, sure. the Walking Dead guys. Walking Dead, I might be like walking around, like chopping heads off. Mm. <clears throat> you know? <clears throat> walking yeah. Dead's different because you'd be alone. But like, you want to be alone. What if you get bitten by a zombie? Like, chopping off heads is a really close quarters operation. Oh, yeah. No, you gotta sneak up on those suckers. No, I don't know. Uh, maybe harpoon gun for your long range. 
for a long range, oh, for a long range, like, uh, get any sort of sniper rifle I'd get my hands on. I don't know much about guns. So, if there's any, I guess, let's use our local area for reference. I'd say, if you'd get a bolt action, it'd be a, probably be one of those CZ bolt action rifles. What are their, uh, I don't remember the name, but it's like a CZ, it's, the comp- the CZ company makes a bunch of hunting rifles, so I would assume you'd be like that, maybe a Remington 700 rifle. Mm-hmm. If I cut, uh, so I guess we should do an unrealistic and a realistic impression, because you know, like you know, the desired weapon, I guess we should do a, two weapons, a desired weapon and then a weapon you're probably going to end up with, so what would, you, what would be your desired long range weapon? Effective at a long range too, because you know it tracked the zombies there. Yeah, let it let it fly. But what about at a? What what would you probably end up with as your long range though? Like, like your reality long range weapon. <laughs> like a shotgun from Target. <laughs> That'd be your long range Not weapon. Walmart. In reality, I I don't even know where I would be. Or, like find sniper rifle. Just loot someone's house. Go to the. I heard they got a lot of rednecks down south where we are, so just keep going south and start raiding houses. They tend to be the ones that shoot you when you walk in their house. I mean, that's true. <laughs> but just find a dead one. That t- check, try to find a house that's empty and raid that one. That's true. Or just go to a gun store and hope it's up and robbed. Yeah, seriously. Or you can just get a pellet gun. <laughs> or a couple AR-15s or something. I mean, we're in New York. I don't think we'd really get an AR-15. And if we did, it'd be not very AR-15, but <clears throat> because so, so from what I've seen where we are, if you were I don't know, if, I don't know how close we are to California gun laws, but from some armory video, for for us to in order for us to have like an AR-15, you'd have to to pop the upper receiver off, so or quote unquote disassemble it to reload it or something, something like that. Or it's like you can't have a pistol grip. I think I don't really, I don't really pay attention to our gun laws or gun laws in general, except for California, because you know their their guns are kind of weird. Well, their AR fifteens are kind of weird. So my desired long range weapon, if I was in your zombie situation, would be a VKS because it has a, a built in is a built in suppressor, so that's very desirable. You know. Not that it's a, not that suppressor is gonna be that quiet, but it will. But assuming I'm at a long enough distance, they're not gonna hear it. So that, and the most that they're gonna hear is a crack. That the zombies are gonna hear is a crack. So from the bullet. So it's not really gonna be too much of a problem. What I'd probably end up with though is nothing. Maybe a maybe a BB <laughs> gun. BB <laughs> gun and some hockey sticks. Maybe a rock. I know, right? A couple slingshots. If it works, it works. That's what we were talking about recently about just even just getting a gun in general. Just like have a rifle. Well, so technically speaking, wouldn't a BB gun be somewhat effective? Like, yeah, it's safe to assume that their that their skin's easy to penetrate, that their skull ain't too thick. So yeah, you'd be able to knock something, right? You'd be able to do something with at least something with a BB gun. I'm sure you could perfect shot kill a zombie with a BB gun. Get him in the eye. Just shoot him in the eye. Well, right in the middle of the soft brain or something. Right in the middle of the forehead. I don't know. Yeah. Something. Like, see, probably be easy to kill a zombie with. Or somewhat, or have some ease, or won't be as difficult with a pellet gun. Like, again, a pellet gun or a BB gun's better than also nothing, so. Yeah, that's for sure. Or maybe one of those air guns or something. Those things exist, right? Like, uses pressurized air to shoot, something like that. Something on demolition rounds. What is it? Just like shoot air and then you put the projectile no, the, in? I think the, project, yeah, the projectile is like launched by air, I think. That's awesome. I've never seen that. Something like that. I, I don't know. It. We're not in Texas. <laughs> Those people in Louisiana, they'd be lucky. The gun laws are very loose there. Yeah, Texas too. It's open carry, I think. Something like that. Surprised it's not like that everywhere now. One, 
One would think that since, you know, RTC people, the RTC exists, you could break into their armor, grab a few Garands and stuff. But the truth of that is the most effective weapon you'd find in, R in an ROTC armory is a sword. Because the M1s that they have are dead. Knowing, like, having read on upon M1 Garand variants, because there's actually an awful lot of them. That include pro prototypes and then, like, pro failed prototype variants of it. Mm. There's one that exists and that's... I forgot what, what it is, but it's basically made for specifically ROTC, where... It can't. You can load it. I think you can load it. Maybe, maybe not. But it can't shoot. It's absolutely unable to shoot. So. Like a dummy gun. Yeah, basically. Pretty cool. Teach you how to load and stuff. Probably hold it correctly. I don't know about the 1903 Springfields they have. Uh, I haven't really read up on any of those variants. But if you are lucky, then you could op. If you're lucky, you can op. Then the 1903 Springfields probably could operate. But if you can't dry fire, then good chance it's not gonna work but also i don't know how i don't know how safe dry firing a gun is so i don't know if it i don't know if it degraded or anything what is that just firing it off without anything in it yeah dry fire because yeah nothing's loaded in it or anything just pulling the trigger back just cocking gun pulling the trigger yeah i wonder i would imagine probably not great right yeah, but you also could just make your own makeshift weapons, though. Yeah, that's probably what it would like, have been. Look at L.A. Pooty. He, uh... No, P.A. Looty. <laughs> look at P.A. Looty. He, uh... He made an SMG out of only hardware parts. He went to the hardware store, made a... Got some sheet metal, I think. Nails and stuff. Made some... He made a, a functional submachine gun. I think it was in semi-auto, but still functional. That was in the UK, and they got his, both. He made two of them too. And I think he made a book on how he made them. Or like, if you own a three D print, or if you own a three D printer, you're lucky there too, because Defense Distributed made this gun called the called the Liberator, mm. and basically, it's a three eighty ACP three D printable handgun that you can, if, as long that as long as you have a three D printer, you, you can download the files, then you can make it. It's very uh, a very controversial gun, though, also because it's a three D printable gun. What does that come out? Plastic. Yeah. So crazy. There was a maybe they named it the Liberator because uh, there was another gun back, back in World War II called the FP forty five Liberator. Mm -hmm. That gun was crap, like real crap. But it was made to look like it was made to look like flare gun stuff. Really? But again, it was crap. How would work? How would, I guess we're, we're going off really off track, but screw it. Mm -mm. Uh, let's keep this train off the rails from that one nickel. Mm -hmm. So, how the FP forty five Liberator would uh, work is you'd pull around out of the bottom. You would pull this th the back part off, twist it, lift the sights, push the bullet in, put the sights back down, flip the back part back up and push it back in you pull the trigger you'd reverse those steps then you get a ramrod like a stick jam it down the barrel to take out the casing and then repeat i might be missing out some steps but like and the idea of basically how it would work is uh the the basic idea of how it would work is you you kill a german then you take their gun you don't use then after that you should you shouldn't be holding on to this liberator Mm -hmm. I remember another gun. This one guy, I think he worked in the Philippines or something. He made a shotgun where how it works is you put a shell into the barrel, you slide the barrel into the the gun, then you kind of just jam it down on the firing pin. Like the fire, there's no trigger. You just jam it down and the shell will fire. And that's how the gun works. It's very simple. Basically, anyone can make this. Like we, we could make it ourselves. Just get a chunk of wood, cut it into like the sheep of a gun butt or something, whatever. Get a tube, get a nail, put the nail in the center or whatever. We're teaching people how to get make a gun. <laughs> uh, then get another tube that would fit inside of the... Another tube that would fit inside of the, the first tube. 
right. but make this tube just about big enough to hold a shotgun shell. Put so that we could basically put a shotgun shell in the tube, then push it in, then like jam it in as hard as we can, and then it'd shoot. There wouldn't be any proper way to aim it, but it should still in theory work nonetheless. Or like, we would obviously need to like get proper adhering, like maybe weld together or something. We'd obviously need to do something like that. Because if it wasn't, he'd probably explode on us or get a thick enough metal for this to work. Some weapons grade. Yeah, probably. That'd be awesome, though. It'd be a good makeshift zombie apocalypse weapon. Seriously. Fire nails and zombies' heads. I mean, he'd shoot a shotgun shell. Yeah. Oh, the shotgun shell would be the projectile? Yeah, it'd hit the nail, which the nail would act as a firing pin. Gotcha. Then it'd go off. I, mean, oh, like, I, got you. I got a whole box of of spare shotgun shells, so just need to reload those and stuff. Seriously, packing gunpowder, <laughs> waiting, waiting patiently for the zombies, which I should mean, be coming right after the vaccine. We'd also need a we'd also need a suppressor of sorts, maybe, or try to make one. You know, get we could, you could probably make one out of soda bottles. They've seen people do that. Yeah. But the, th- bad, the thing with those is that those only last the one shot. After the first shot, they're basically crap. And you need to make it one all over again. Blow it apart. Yeah. Makes sense. We could probably make something. Just get, like, some baffles in there. Washers, whatever. Potatoes. I didn't even lay around the house. <laughs> so, while we're here, so... Interlude time. Alright, so we shall be back in a little bit for part two. For the concluding acts, I guess. For the conclusion act of this week's broadcast. The first pilot. And we're back on... On returning from... Therapy, I guess we'll call it. You can call uh-huh. the segment. That's a good one. Okay. So where were we? Uh, we're talking about t- we're talking about shotguns. Yeah, very American. Makeshift zombie weapons. That's actually we could actually focus on that for this next segment. Uh, with what stuff we have in our house currently at the moment, what could be? Shit on the what? Shit on the bag. Yeah, I'm sitting on that. That's sacrifice kids. That was a uh, some like chips or something. Um, what was the question? With the stuff that we have in our house, what could we make? Um, we got some power got some tools. Power tools, yeah. We got a bunch we, of sh- uh, rakes and shovels in the shed. We got knives. We got knives. I got a bunch of nails. We got a flipping knives. So. <laughs> Let's think this is seven days to die style with this with this with the stuff that we have. With the stuff that we have on us, I'd say we'd have a decent a half decent start. Yeah. Because we got a we already and I got a book on like survival kit stuff, so you know, that's good. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of sharp things. Definitely. A lot of heavy things. Yeah. Those are all good. We have a high roof. We have a good vantage point. Yeah. Only downfall of this is that we're in a neighborhood. I disagree. I like our, our odds because you can see everybody coming into the circle. Yeah, but... The court. So there's... I guess... Yeah, since we're in a neighborhood, we can pull up Fallout style and try to make it a whole colony of it. That's what you have to do. Try to work together. Keep you have capitalism to have a bunch alive. Of people on rooftops because you can get onto our roofs. Yeah. We can try to do that. The, the downfall is if we can't do that, either A, people will start raiding one another, or B, uh, we'll be the only people alive in the lot, and that'd suck. Yeah. That would suck. The worst, luckily that'd suck even more animals zombies, because you know for a fact they'd be fast as hell. Nobody ever touches on the animal zombies. Yeah. They shouldn't. Like, Call of Duty Zombies does, because every five rounds on certain maps, they got hellhounds, and Jesus, they're annoying. Like, they're weaker, they're 
somewhat weaker than the normal zombie because they take like three hits instead of two hits to get you down, but they're fast as hell and they're really annoying. Like, two, like, so what if you're playing on solo and there's only two? They're still annoying as hell. So, but, uh, what else? Uh, also, Seven Days to Die does touch on dog zombies. They're fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they're dogs. What do you expect? Dog zombies are terrifying. Definitely. I couldn't think of anything scary. I get do- zombies like bears. <laughs> Definitely. Maybe a little bit more. Definitely. Even worse, big gay zombies. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be a bear. <laughs> just everything and every animal's just zombified. Terrifying. <laughs> There is a zombie, a zombie type we should talk about. The zombies in Korean movies. Yes, the worst. They're part. like, like American zombies are one thing. They're the apex predator. Yeah, you know, Korean zombies hit different. Like Korean zombies are on level with fucking John Romero Night of the Living Dead zombies. Like you see a zombie in The Walking Dead. Oh, he's limping around. He's eating you. He's scratching at the windows. John Romero Living Night of the Living Dead zombies will pick up rocks and like start bashing on your. Windows or something. I know, right? And then, like, this movie, uh, Hashtag Alive, uh, there's the, uh, hold on, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, my mind's. There's a scene where this one zombie, he, it's a firefighter. He sees a rope, he's like, bang, and starts climbing up an apartment. <laughs> like, like, like there's train to boos if you watch train to Busan, these zombies you first start know that they're fast they're really fast very intense you know mm. train to Busan too they're even more crazy like train to Busan too is like or I guess Busan's peninsula I think it's called that like this is one of those few movies where the sequels actually either better or on par with the first movie That's what I've heard. like train to Busan too is it basically the equivalent to the Division 2 adding in uh, Manhattan again. Or, like, it's like taking the first game's original location and making it bigger, basically. And that's really what it is. It was a smart design choice by people who made it. But, like, despite how good the movie is, one issue I do have is, despite having suppressed weapons, uh, they don't treat them like actual suppressed weapons. Like, Why? They just don't matter. In real life, you can still go deaf on a suppressed weapon, depending on the caliber, I guess, and the kind of suppressor you're using. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, suppressors aren't as quiet as you really think they are. Like, the closest thing you will find to a movie silent suppressor is the Woe Rod Pistol or the v- Bruger & Thumb VP9, because both of those guns are literally giant suppressors with, like, bolts and bull- magazines loaded into them. So, of course, they're going to be really quiet. I mean, you only get like a good thirty shots off before they start getting a bit louder, but they're still move. But they're still close to actual, close to actual movie silencer quiet. No silencers actually really that quiet. Really? Yeah, they're actually very loud. So like, anyone in a close proximity would like hear. Like Tom Clancy's The Division makes very good use. Like suppressors in Tom Clancy's The Division make a lot will still make a lot of noise. You it basically have no effect if you took it off, but it but it also apparently doesn't attract as many people like a real silencer. So like if there's a group of like three guys basically, and your gun was suppressed and you shot it, the three guys would notice you, but it wouldn't attract as many people though, or something like that. I guess. Makes sense. So anyway, Korean. Down the, the road. Yeah. So yeah, Korean zombies. They'd be crazy at they're crazy as hell to deal with. So, and they're something that you don't want to deal with either. In America and, and of course Train to Busan 2 and hashtag alive America helps because God bless America. Oh say can you see? We do love how brother mm-hmm. I mean isn't no isn't South Korea and NATO? That probably explains that then. I think so, yeah. I would assume NATO countries that are in NATO would get like, or you know, alliances with countries would get help. Get a little extra. North Korea. 
You know what we need? We need a zombie movie that takes place in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Because it would increase... For a start, it would increase the helplessness. Because no one's going to help that. Yeah, no North Korea, the hermit country, whatever it's called. No one's going to help. No one's going to... like. It's going to be the end scene, and you're going to realize that no one's coming to help. Because North Korea is a hermit country. No one really goes in there or out there. Yeah, seriously. Like, there, there should be a scene. Someone needs to make this movie. Take, take down notes over his listening. There should be a scene where allied forces, like, South Korean forces come over to help. And they just get destroyed by, like... like some South Korean or NATO forces, whatever, come up to the gate or, like, gonna drive through or or at least come to the gate and then they're kept out of the place or, like, some group of helpers or whatever, survivors are trying to help, come in and then they get the Korea, the North Koreans either A, shoot them or B, just unleash a horde of zombies on them to kill them. Just to help prove the point that North Korea is locked off because very good chance that even if zombies come in or something happens, they're not letting anyone in or out, so. so crazy. It really is. Crazy that they're around the same time as we are. Being ran by a crazy maniac. Yeah. Isn't it a woman now? No, I don't think so. I think it's still Kim Jong-un. I thought Kim Jong-un died, or God. Or he's just in a coma. Is he? That's what I heard. That like COVID put him in a coma, or, something. or that he got into comatose. And so who's the woman? His sister? Yeah. Oh god. I heard that she's worse. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's awesome. But hey, I mean, Korea's North Korea's the thing about women, you know? Like they have their women army. I heard. I heard they have a woman army, right? Uh, like their women. I heard something about that too. Like I heard their military is composed of women, or like women get drafted into the military. Which, hey, feminism, I guess. I mean, not, it's not really great since you're forced to, but feminism, it's, I guess. <laughs> Go women? The forced is a bit much. I don't know. But there's a bunch of women in our military. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we gotta get back on trip with zombies. Uh, African zombies. They uh, they had that actually in... Resident, one of the Resident Evil games. But I can't say too much on that because I have not played really any Resident Evil. I played a demo, a, a short bit of the demo of the seventh game. Which, by the way, Resident Evil's changed so much. Like, there used to be a game about, oh, there's zombies. But, like, I see Resident Evil 7, and Resident, Resident Evil 7's about, like, a cannibal family that's, like, mutated. Like, where are the zombies? <clears throat> What happened, uh, Capcom? I guess that's what would happen after a bunch of zombies. It's, start it's, it's like Call of Duty, you know? First, it was like, oh, let's remember those soldiers that served in World War II. Let's remember this. Let's all remember this, you know? And now it's like, you're in space, bro. Uh, kill the Martians. Shoot them with your space AK-47. That's not even... I'd say even a made up. Well, it's probably an AKM, but a space K forty seven. Space AK, basically, yeah. Space K. Shoot the shoot the alien in the nineteen eighties movie you're trapped in. It's awesome. It's crazy. They wouldn't they wouldn't change so much. Games do that. It's so weird. That is weird. So to stay on the concept of zombies, I guess we should focus on. Let's talk about the smartest ones, as we mentioned, Korean zombies and. Night of the Living Dead zombies because again, Night of the Living Dead, those zombies, those zombies were like the smart American zombies. <laughs> they, they would walk over like, oh, what's that? The woman zombie's bare chested. Don't look at her. <laughs> that was a scene actually in the movie. I think there was a naked woman zombie. But you know, they were respectful. They didn't. They didn't just ogle uh, her. Yeah, you know. They did take rocks and bash at windows, though. Insane. That'll happen. That'll happen in every good zombie apocalypse. Zombie bites. I heard that in The Walking Dead. If you get bit by a zombie, you die. I think you become a zombie. Yeah, you die. But then you become a zombie. Mm, yeah. I think. I never really watched 
I watched a few seasons. But I like right off with the Telltale game. Yeah. I think if there's any zombie you want to get bitten by, it's the COD zombie. <laughs> because they the way they spread their, their virus is different. Well, depends on which COD zombie. Talking Treyarch zombie, yeah, bite doesn't really the bite doesn't really spread. There's not really any infector zombie in COD Zombie. In uh what face it, in Treyarch zombies uh in Infinite Warfare zombies, those zombies are uh those zombies are in a movie, so you don't really need to worry. They're not going to come to exist. <laughs> so, Advanced Warfare zombies, I think they used a gas or something to make those zombies. Either way, it's a biochemical agent that causes it to spread. Mm. In, in World War II zombies, uh, in that one, uh, what happened? Some guy was... Like, these zombies aren't like... They aren't like a gas that made them or an element made them. These were like some guy... Packed like very, very loosely or something, patched these dead corpses back together, and then you used something to bring them back to life. Like, these zombies are, aren't just like corpses brought back to life, these are abominations that were made in a lab. Yeah, but hey, if these ones bite you, you ain't gonna die, <laughs> you get turned into one. So, I guess you have better chances of. Off when it comes to those ones, but uh, what else? What are the zombies? Korean zombies. When you get bit, these are these are like the basic idea zombies. You know, you get bitten by a Korean zombie, you turn into a zombie. You know, the classic zombie formula. Spread by saliva. Isn't that isn't that how rabies is spread? If there is ever going to be any real zombies, then it's probably going to be rabies. <laughs> rabies. Hashtag rabies zombies. Let's get a... Let's get a vaccine out there for rabies, though. Yeah, seriously. Like, that's... Like, one day, someone's going to get a dollar, put a put rabies in it, spread it out Black Friday. Next thing you... I mean... Would a touch... Pass by touch? No, like, freaking... Some guy knocks out a prostitute, puts rabies in the in the the, the down there spot, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spread, actually, no, spreads rabies to a prostitute. <laughs> STDs. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, like the way I was thinking it out, I was like, oh, the guy's gonna lick, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> to get out the lick the down the, hole. Lick, lick the rabies out. But I just. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> But I just had a realization. Do, do, do we do, do men really do that with with prostitutes? I thought uh, probably not. Yeah, I just realized that. So I'm sure some of them do. I actually think about it. Al Qaeda probably or like ISIS or one of those terrorist groups probably like do that. You know. Terrible. Think about it. Just one guy needs to kiss one girl. You probably do though. What? Just one guy needs to kiss one girl or like needs to bite one one person. Anything, one of those, any of those things work, that spreads. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be an STD. Just kiss or like a random, like a kiss or like a random person, man, or woman. Probably be a woman because you know their religious beliefs. I doubt that they agree with homosexuality. There used to be an assassin. That, well, they they say there there was an assassin for I want to say North Korea. They'd come and blow powder in your face. And like an airport, as you were walking your airport, they like they got like a few politicians. All right. And they just go, oh, like, yeah, they kidnap people. And you smell the powder, and you just pass out or die or something. Mm. Pretty cool. Like a wrestling move. Actually, there's a, a military plan for zombies. Is there? There's con plan nine 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 something. There's multiple zombies class. Oh god. <laughs> Thankfully, I guess. Got your fungal zombies, your magic zombies. <laughs> yes, they have magical zombies that are caused by Satanism and stuff. Uh, what else? You also got zombies that only eat vegetation. Chicken zombies, which are apparently a real thing. From like, which are like chickens that are that aren't properly euthanized. That makes sense. 
That's like the one only like real zombie th- that actually would exist. That makes sense. Got a little, a little headless chicken running around for like 14 years. Mm-hmm. But like the the vegetation zombie. Just imagine you go outside. You, you take your coffee in the cup, and then you see some fucking rotted skin bitch eating tree. Like, god damn it! Mm, got me another vegetation zombie. <laughs> Wanna get the shotgun? <laughs> Don't take the flowers. <laughs> like it, those zombies wouldn't be scary. Like after a few years, it'd just be like, oh, come, come on, man. You know, get the knife. Yeah, seriously. Like it wouldn't even be a military matter at that point. It'd just be, it'd just be, uh, yeah, citizens of the U.S. They ain't gonna eat your brains, but like they will eat your. Your, your hedge gardens that will eat your grass. So, like, and they're, and they're pretty fast. These are, you know, to just kill them. <laughs> Turn the zombies into mulch. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't be much... I don't think they'd be much of a deal. Compost that bitch. Like, after they eat all your plants, they're just gonna leave, bro. <laughs> just, like, the government's, okay, guys, everyone get a, a knife or a gun, you know? So if one of these bad boys hops up, you just gotta, gotta bang or like just to make like a, a spray or something zombie them. repellent see them poking around your farm they're eating the, they're eating the corn I'm gonna steal you're speaking your last words mm-hmm. <laughs> I got 57 rounds of this, got 57 goddamn rounds of this 4 round tube magazine They probably like hate winter though. Autumn and winter, they probably go dormant. Uh, that'd be fun. Dormant zombies or frozen zombies? Mm-hmm. I watched a video yesterday of a fox and a coyote that were they were fighting and they froze mid fight. Uh, you could see like one of them bleeding. And it's pretty awesome. Jesus. That's pretty cool. What Unless waiting? it was fake and it was taxidermy. Mm. Possible. But it seemed pretty cool. I'm a believer. <laughs> but like, just you're digging in the ground, and you see a little curled up vegetation zombie. Yeah, every year, like, like every year, like March, you're like, ah, oh, the zombies are hatching again. <laughs> Start digging up the ground, dog. <laughs> the frost. Come on, I got those those flowers just right. Yeah, that cat, that inchworms were your garden problem. You think the caterpillar nibbling on your tomatoes was a was a problem? No. Think again. Vegetation zombie just walks up, yoinks the whole vine. <laughs> Made all my roses zombies. <laughs> all the flowers start walking. You just, go, you just hire a guy, a zombie exterminator. Like, that'd be a real, that'd probably become a real job of vegetation zombies. <clears throat> like, at this point, the are actual zombies. I've changed my decision. I want vegetation zombies to be a thing. Yeah. If there were to be zombies, because they'd be the least of our concern. You have to call your landscape. Not even. Maybe chick, either chicken zombies or vegetation zombies. You think you can cut the grass early this week? I have a few vegetation zombies. <laughs> if you have shorter grass, they won't come after you as fast. <laughs> that's actually a that's actually good little slogan. If you cut your grass, they ain't come as fast. <laughs> start selling. Start putting stickers on people's front yards. There's gonna be the dumb people that are like, guys, just get rid of your greens. <laughs> don't yeah. eat that veggies. You don't need to get healthy. Yeah, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have any grass anymore. <laughs> Nobody have a front lawn. Like the dumb people are just gonna be like keep not having any trees anymore. They're gonna be burning down the trees. Like the dumb people are just gonna be burning down the trees, but like tree burners. That and like grass and stuff we're not gonna they're not gonna realize like Oh crap, what if they're out of food? What are they gonna go for next? Yeah, seriously. We didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> they're gonna think they're gonna think they're gonna go to space after they eat all the greens. <laughs> yeah, that's what's coming next. Shoot us into space once we once we burn all the once we burn all the trees in the atmosphere. Hmm. <laughs> You'll suffocate and die obviously. It'll be like uh, the Lorax. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you get your bottled air. <laughs> bottled air. 
That's what's coming. Who needs water when you need bottled air? Give it another 50 years. Virginia flavored air. That's exactly what it'll be. Virginia flavored air. That's funny. <laughs> Somebody's make that a business. Seriously. How'd you make your millions? Oh, we sell air. Not just that, it's flavored. We sell air and then we come back California and California air. What the Alaskan breeze? <laughs> yeah, I travel around the country bagging air. Actually, can air is a thing though, actually. I heard it's supposed to like make you get more energy or something. I want to try it. It's air in the can, but I wouldn't want to try it, man. It sounds fun. Canned air. Who needs, who needs to breathe when you get your canned air? I just want some more canned air. There's <laughs> nicotine in the air. I need what if, what if there's nicotine in the air? Exactly. You, you let it out, and then uh, all you want to do is breathe. It. All you want to do is breathe air now. Mm-hmm. You can't breathe air without breathing. <laughs> the, 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 the people that need the breathing tank are like, give me more of that damn air. I want more air. Snatching people's AirPods. <laughs> AirPods? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who needs jewel pods, bro? AirPods is the next big thing. That's the next thing Apple's gonna start selling. <laughs> you can charge your AirPods, AirPods. the AirPod. You can listen to your AirPods on your AirPods. <laughs> Apple hit us up, bro. You know, right? Sponsor. This episode's sponsored by Apple. Get the new iPhone 12 with the new group dispenser. <laughs> the AirPod, new AirPod, AirPods coming soon. I think there's a guy that snorted hand sanitizer once, actually. Did he die? No, but like, he snorted like it was Coke. Gee, Jesus. It's not, this is like. It's not similar at all. This is just like. <laughs> around the start. This is like around the start of COVID, where everyone was like going crazy. Like around the time where the video of the guys cleaning the car with uh, hand sanitizer came out, you know? Ugh. And then it caught fire, because, you know. Because, you know, it's alcohol. Yeah. They were and they were dumb. It's pretty funny though. Things we do for anti-COVID, you know, or just lighting stuff on fire for fun. True. Like we are Americans. Hand sanitizer fires. Damn, it's really deep snow. I know, man. Yeah. I haven't done this one. That, that just stopped the zombies on its own, actually. Yeah, this will help. Well, people, we have um, seemed to eat reach the end of the recording. We have officially been driven to therapy. Or driven from driven therapy. to therapy and driven back. <laughs> driven back. We haven't died this time. Knock on wood. <laughs> How much longer till we get into a fatal car accident? We will wait. God damn it, don't say that. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been to Steam. Uh, I'm speaking Nazi. Nazi. Just, just kidding. Did you shout? Just you kidding. Code, you just give code to the Proud Boys. <laughs> I don't know. Boy. Uh, shout out to my German friend, Delta. Uh, you. Uh, this, this is the end. This is the end.